0: Kevin. Hi, I'm Jack. This is good company. Wait, that's all wrong.
1: So remind me again why you have a problem with the fresh market. <laughs> I just
0: don't I just don't find it like I mean I get it but, that, but when they have sales their shit's good. Uh, well a sale is a sale everything's good but uh, numerous times I've there's a depart there's a grocery store here in the area called Fresh Market. Uh uh-huh. and it's supposed to be like um, It's kind of a Horror Man's Whole Foods. <laughs> That's a good, yeah. It, it's like a. It's, it's like supposed a to be less upscale, than, it's but a, not it's, quite as expensive. It's supposed to be upscale, but I just don't find it that way. And every time I've ever gone in there, like looking for something simple, they didn't have it, or I don't know. I mean, if you. It's design, I, I just don't I, find it a fulfilling I only fulfilling bring it up story. because
1: they had a two-for-one on pork tenderloin and bacon, and we've pretty much eaten nothing but pork tenderloin and bacon yeah, for the past 48 fun. hours. It's really good. And that was a staple for when you would go home to West Virginia. Pork tenderloins! You'd you'd make the pork tenderloin. I
0: would make a pork tenderloin dinner and have the uncles over. It was and, a lot of fun. And your aunt, Anna Lou? Anna a- 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 Lou, yes. Anna Lou loved it. She did. You make the best JJ, pork tenderloin, JJ. jj such- <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it was, it was always fun. Cause you know, it was easy to see them it, if when I went home, yeah. we, you know, so we'd always plan it
1: around a meal. And I would told you, I was <clears throat> like, why is pork so much cheaper than beef? And I Googled it and they're like, pigs are easier to raise. They're easier to feed. They grow faster. And, but you know, beef takes a lot more Well, We've work. had
0: this conversation before about lamb. Yeah. Lamb used to be the meat of choice of everybody. Yeah, it was People eat lamb. And, and now lamb's really expensive. Yeah, it's like 18 bucks a pound. I still can't get over how expensive hamburger and chicken breasts are. Yeah. Ch- it's cheaper. To, it's almost cheaper to find chicken breasts than it is to find hamburger. God, I
1: wonder what you would have been like if you were an English housewife during the Second World War and you had to work with coupons. <laughs> oh, good Lord.
0: <laughs> I tried. I've tried. I've really tried. I... I am fascinated by the super couponers, the, the yeah. whatever they're called. Yeah. where they can walk in, walk in, and the store a, owes them money uh, when yeah, they're done. they walk out with, with two or three bat, two or three carts full of food. Yeah, but this, I, it, it's not that I'm necessarily that brand loyal, but. Like uh, no, I don't want no. The, you you buy them. I the, want p- Hellman's, I want. Uh, you, you know.
1: do a couple things, but you're very good about just buying like when you're at the giant giant brand whatever. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Walmart. It's an
0: easy way to save. It's an easy way to save money. But um, but it it's just like well, I don't want to buy six gallons of something. Why I not? Want to buy? let <laughs> be at Costco. I don't know. I'm I'm getting six gallons
1: of sun dried tomatoes. <laughs> I can't turn it down. It's only nine dollars. <laughs> exactly. I and literally it, did that once. I, I bought a six pack of dry, uh, of sun dried. Tomatoes, oh my god! And I used one jar. The rest of them expired. I four have years a later. little
0: container upstairs of sun dried tomatoes, and I keep trying to think of something. Yeah, that they're, they're not in a, the, And the shelf. It's like that seems like a good idea, and then they're no. it's yeah, not yeah, that yeah. good. I had to. I I basically let my Costco membership die because I would walk out of there with three or four hundred dollars worth of stuff, and then come home and not have anything to eat. Yep, yep, that's the classic. And or the bake you you you're your sucker for the baked goods. and yeah. you buy the muffins and the cakes, and, and they go stay home. <laughs> no, I've had them rot on me. I even tried to put them in the airtight yeah. vacuum seal thing. No, that didn't help. So
1: We both like Trader Joe's, though, right? It's a magical place. <laughs> How can
0: you not like Trader But again, Trader Joe's, it's like-
1: I love that place.
0: But with, with stores, like, I like Whole Foods. I go to Whole Foods for meat. Yeah, meat I and go to, sh- uh, Whole, seafood. Meat, meat, well, seafood is meat. Meat- bakery, and the pre-cooked food. Yeah. their food bar. Delicious. I go to the regular grocery stores for all the regular Mm -hmm. stuff, and I like Trader Joe's for cheese and meat and wine. Oh, yeah. You get wine so cheap at Trader Joe's.
1: And you can just come across something you never would have thought you'd try. I'm like, oh, I'm going to try that tapenade made from avocados and and whatever. And they
0: also have those great chocolate bars.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's one reason
0: why I don't go to Trader Joe's. Those chocolate bars are killing me, man. They're so good.
1: And I learned something. Uh Uh-oh. Key West pink shrimp. Yes, I I used to always get it when we were in Fort Lauderdale. I'd go to the Whole Foods there, and me being all seafoody, I'm like, "Oh, these must be caught in the Keys at least at some point." That's just a that's an acceptable commercialized term for pink shrimp caught in southwestern Florida. So they can be caught up by Naples, Fort Myers, or whatever. They do not have to be from Keys Waters to be legally marketed as Key West Pinks.
0: That's a little surprising to me that I you actually
1: believe that. Yeah, but that's the truth. Well,
0: but anyway, enough talk about well, that. Well, you have actually... That is one thing with uh, me with shrimp. I eat a lot of shrimp. Yeah. Because I'm fancy like that. Yeah. Yeah, I buy them when they're on sale. Yeah, you don't want to buy India. it from China. So, China yes, or India. Farm-raised in China or India. You, I don't buy foods that uh, are from India because you sorry about that India sorry about that India I don't need any more bug eggs in my food than necessary but the right. other thing is is shrimp yeah. Yeah, I'd buy those bags of frozen shrimp or stuff yep. for, for whatever you don't and want them farm raised the in one, India yes you're the one that told me far, and, and I have yeah, figured the difference yeah. a farm raised shrimp versus Uh, a wild caught shrimp mm -hmm. the taste is monumentally different
1: oh wild shrimp is so much better it's the one thing that i prefer wild versus farm and what don't we order at the sushi bar we don't order white tuna because
0: Uh, it's not tuna it's
1: bottom sucking garbage eel (laughs) (laughs) no it's it's a snake mackerel and uh yeah (laughs) but whenever i see it i'm like oh this is not good
0: well, but, as you pointed out, proper, real good sushi restaurants good sushi won't serve. Good sushi places it. don't serve.
1: White and they tuna. won't serve it in Japan. It's illegal to serve it in Japan. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Well, that's uh, <laughs> I'm trying All to make over, a seg- pork tenderloin. Se- segue from bad tuna to um, murder, but let's go. Your segues are just. I know, but you wonderful. don't do it. I'm waiting for
0: you to take over. But I don't know how. Uh, it's not that easy. Listen, there's nothing subtle about me. Hey, let's talk about this. All right. You've been in a conversation with me. What do I say? Subject change and I just start talking about whatever else I want to talk Subject about. Subject change. Okay. Forensic Files. Forensic Files. Season 8. Season 8. Episode 6. Episode 6. Tourist Trap. Tourist Trap.
1: So it's September 1993 and we are in South South Florida, specifically Dade County, which is the county where Miami is found. And Robbery of tourists has reached an all-time high. I remember this. I remember man. this story too. Tourists are easy to spot for a variety of reasons. The way they dress, they're using maps, they've got sunburns. They <laughs> are their rental cars say Avis rental car on them. And Tourists have what robbers want. They've got money. I used to get traveler's checks. Did you ever do Is that? It,
0: I never did because I, like I, I first just time used I went a to Europe, credit credit
1: yeah, the first time I went to Europe, I got traveler's checks because I was super worried about getting robbed.
0: See, but that's again. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I know I'm repeating myself. That's why I just used a credit card because yeah. you didn't have to worry about. I don't.
1: I don't know. I, that's what I did. But they've got jewelry. Yes. They're naive. They've got cameras. They've got you know recording cameras and all that. Recording so,
0: cameras? What's a recording <laughs> camera, Kevin? VHS. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Mine was a Betamax, but it didn't anyway.
1: That didn't ahead. last very long. Betamax was there for a hot Even minute. Even though it
0: was supposed to be a better product. And I think it was the better it product. It was the better product. But it
1: just wasn't marketed. I it right. know, it's horrible. That's why Kodak went out of almost gone went out of business because they didn't get on they didn't think digital photography was gonna take off. I know. And No, the, I think it's dead. I think Kodak died, didn't it? I think Kodak is still there. They've been able to hold on, but at one point Kodak was synonymous with all photography. Right. Right, right, right. And I think right. people, there are young people today, but like, what's Kodak? What's Kodak, yeah, what's Kodak exactly. moment?
0: <clears throat> but so- back to this touristy thing. I remember this because uh in florida i think it's a y all rental cars had a y oh on the license plate the first letter was a y it was a y
1: or it was a g there were two letters and the the robbers knew it so a german couple has arrived for their honeymoon because
0: this is when it was cheap america was cheaper it was cheaper for europeans to come to florida and spend all their money yeah
1: (laughs) then to stay in europe and go to southern europe or whatever but um Yeah, the uh, and I remember, and I I think I've talked about this before. We used to get at the rental house down in Florida. People, our our summers were always people from Scandinavia, Norway, Sweden in particular. And one day, I said to one of the renters, I was like, "Um, "I just wanted to know why you Swedes and Norwegians and Danes are coming to Florida." When you finally your home country, the weather isn't horrible, and and I got the response from two different people, one from Norway, one from Sweden. And they pretty much said the same thing. Firstly, our kids are out of school, and education is a priority in Scandinavia. Right. Secondly. The weather in Scandinavia is nice in the summer, but it is still pretty rainy and overcast. And America is cheap, specifically Florida. So they really, really like the sun yeah, in Scandinavia. I,
0: aren't a lot of them like they really get into sun wars, like slaying out
1: in the yes. sun and being in the so sun? So they're like, it's comparatively cheap. And we know if we come to Florida in June, July, or August, we are going to fry. And it's going to be like sunny it. every yeah. day. It's going to be in the 90s. And that's what we want. So I was like, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. I never would have thought of that. 'Cause I like if I lived in Sweden, the last I would go to I'd go to Florida in January and we used to get a big pulse of them in late October because it was um, autumn break for them. Okay. But they stopped coming after Trump took office. We haven't had anybody well, from Scandinavia in, in years. We're not talking about any of that. So keep <laughs> on going. So this German couple has arrived for their honeymoon. They're driving the five miles from Miami International Airport to their hotel. They are literally reading the safety advice from I think it was Avis. When they are bumped, in the uh, the car behind them bumps them, and they know that this is a bump and run. It's a it's a technique robbers use. They act like they've accidentally run into you. You pull over to check the damage, and they rob you. Oof. But this couple knows that that's exactly what this is, so they keep driving, which is what you're supposed to do. Unfortunately, the van pulls up alongside them, and the guy is shot. The driver is shot. He's killed. On their fucking I mean, the man. wife is okay. So that was 1993. That year 8 tourists were murdered and in- uh, Dade County, hundreds more for were robbed.
0: cameras.
1: Yeah, and cameras. Ca- yeah,
0: cameras. And it's just... The, it's senseless. This, this, it, the senseless... Like, they have so little regard mm. for human life. And the, I'm going to kill you for $200 on a camera. Yeah,
1: yeah. And the 80s and 90s South Florida, was Oof. the cocaine thing still going on? I think it I was. Know. That would be your area of expertise. Because yeah. I'm a clean team. I think the cocaine thing was still going. But the but Miami-Dade County in the 90s, 80s and 90s, like they... It was so normalized, that kind of savage, right. you know, and, and they just didn't think anything of it. So the the violence against tourists has gotten so bad that several European countries were thinking of issuing warnings about no, traveling to Florida. No, and they actually see a clipping. Italy, the Italian government did warn tourists, and bookings dropped by 25% the following year. Uh, this is Detective Laura Lefebvre.
2: You can't change people's behavior. The lost tourists looking at street signs, the holding up of maps, the camera bags, the luggage in the back seat. You know, it's not too hard to identify a tourist, especially around the airport.
1: So Tourists are going to tourist. No, you can't make them not tourists. Tour, they're going to show up. There are certain things they're
0: going to do, whether you warn them or not. But that's they're... just like the way they make fun of Americans, how easy it is to spot an American mm-hmm. in Europe. And one of the big things they say is fanny bags. Yeah. And I'm like, who still wears a fanny bag? And My... then you watch this and it's bonk, 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 bonk. All these people wearing fanny My
1: bags. My friend Wes wore one when he went to Europe. And I, he sent a picture and was like, I, why don't you put a big I love New York t-shirt on too? <laughs> <laughs> So now we meet Helga uh, Helga Luce. She is a German journalist, and she has been covering these robberies and thefts for a German newspaper. She's on her way to Florida. She figures she's going to be okay. Literally. Because she's she's so aware of the crime, she knows <laughs> what's going what on. That's
0: she's going there.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, I'm the last person this is going to happen to.
3: I was working on a piece that was focused on the rash of crime that had taken place in the United States, specifically tourist-directed crime in Florida, and during the course of that uh, piece we talked about safety tips for German tourists that would be traveling to the United States. We decided to keep our plans of flying into Miami and then going on to the Florida Keys just for four days, very brief um, stay, but particularly because I had just done this piece about safety tips and felt that my awareness was, you know, pretty strong at that point.
1: So her English is flawless. I don't know if she's a German born person, but her English betrays no hint of a German accent. But they were returning from the keys to go to the airport and they got lost. Oof. And she's just making a U turn. Now, back then, there was only one way in and out of Miami International Airport. You were funneled down this one road. And that, I think, has been changed since then. I think there are several. There was only one egress and... Ingr- ingress? What? What? Oh. One of those words? Those are fancy I, words. I'm for, not
0: that familiar with Miami Airport, so I don't yeah, know that
1: there was only one way in and out. So these feeder uh, roads coming in, the the bad guys would just lay in wait because they knew the tourists had to come by these certain
0: areas. So anyway, and saying that, like what you just said, yeah, the bad guys would lay in wait on these feeder and why roads. Why were the cops just so all why over why that part of town? There, why weren't there some more patrol? More? Well, bit, I mean, get to we that. weren't there. We don't know. i get it but they eventually do up coverage but um
1: so she made a u-turn on a side street and is immediately overtaken by a car these two guys jump out while and block her in while she's making the u-turn one of the guys breaks in the side window and starts punching helga the other guy starts punching her helga gets in a few shots of her own she sounds like she's a badass but at some point she is able to get the car back into drive and the guy on the one side Well, let's hear from Helga
3: first. My mother said, take whatever you want, but please don't hurt us. The passenger from their vehicle said, shut up, bitch, we're going to kill you. Both of the perpetrators were coming, taking turns, beating me through my window. And, uh, you know, every punch um, that I took weakened me. I was able to get in a good couple of blows myself
1: somehow helga gets the car back into drive and takes off she runs over the one guy and the guy on her side of the car bites into her arm
3: it's just (laughs)
1: and eventually he falls off as well
3: i had tremendous injuries um to my head my neck my back dislocated jaw lost the feeling in my left side of my face which i've never regained um and uh, the bite wound was um, very painful.
0: Now, I have been—I obviously I'm a lover, not a fighter. Uh, while I do have a temper, I, I don't—I don't believe yeah. in fighting. I have been told on numerous occasions by people who were actual fighters, people uh-huh. who fought, could protect themselves, and they said, "If you are in a legitimate fight for your safety, your whatever, right. whatever, right. there Fighting's are no rules." Yeah. Throw sand, bite, kick, scratch, well, screen you know, is a, whatever.
1: This is a guy trying to rob a tourist. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, So the rules don't apply so, so, here. But
0: what I'm saying is, is it's very interesting that this guy is so... I don't want to say desperate. That well, not he's the, just what, debased, what the, what savage. The, what, savage. Ooh, problem, problem, <laughs> that's a good word. That you have so little... Regard. I just said this well, in the last... The, you have so little regard for other human life. You
1: are echoing precisely the sentiment of Sergeant Bassam oh. Fidel from the Hialeah Police Department. Like Here he is.
3: Bee. Even animals will do what he did, the way he did it. Even animals don't do that. There's no need for that. To punch somebody, almost killing, paralyzing her, and then biting her, and destroying her life. There's no need for that at all.
1: So he's just as disgusted as you are, it's and that's amazing. Hialeah. Hialeah is one of the. It's 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 in Dade County. It's out by the airport, I believe. So these crimes happen so quickly; they're not sure if they're going to be able to get a positive ID. They have, you know, it's twenty seconds. It's like it was two guys in their twenties. I I didn't get a good look at them. The car has been out in the rain, so that forensic evidence, like fingerprints and things like that,
0: that's gone. And go back now. That bite was so. Mm-hmm. Deep. It was such an intense bite that. okay, well,
1: we're gonna we're gonna stay in the sequence of the forensic files. We have Percy Martinez. He's a former prosecutor. He's addressing the reputation that South Florida is having around the world despite the overall crime rate dropping. Miami was being hit with tourist robbery cases almost on a daily basis. This was a city that they viewed as a violent city and uh, they had no interest in coming back here. So, ending the crime spree against these tourists is going to be difficult because when the victims return to their home country, it's often very difficult or impossible for them to return for subsequent court dates and things like that. So these criminals kept getting let off because their victims weren't coming back. So quick-thinking Laura gets Helga over to the forensic lab to get that bite wound documented. You're absolutely right. And there is a professional forensic photographer, Leonard Wolf, and he goes through all sorts of contortions and different techniques to photograph this bite wound from every different angle under different lights, like ultraviolet. Just, and-
0: because you would think, well, can't they just kind of do a mold or something? But because it was living flesh, yeah. it wasn't going to hold the bite. And it was really thorough. Yeah.
2: It's not enough just to take a photograph. It has to be measured properly. It has to be put into perspective. It has to be documented properly. It's important to get it done as quickly as you can. Things
1: change very rapidly. Skin tends to discolor. Bruising tends to set in. So you really don't see anything with conventional light. At least I didn't. But under the ultraviolet light, you see very clearly the teeth. It just comes to life. I'm like, there it is. It's, it's really good. So Helgen and her mom go back to Germany, not knowing what was going to happen. But these robbers picked the wrong person. Three weeks later, the investigators call up Helga, and she's like, I'll be on the next plane. You know, I... I, 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 I'm (laughs) at the airport right now. I was just waiting (laughs) for your phone (laughs) call.
0: See, I... I mean, I guess, I guess, especially when they're coming from across, you know, another country, mm-hmm. there's a lot of expense involved. But not see, Helga. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm coming. I'm pretty petty. I'd want to see someone go down. I would want to see someone. Yeah. So she
1: gets that, there. Yeah. She's going through the the mugshot book and she's not seeing anything. But then they say, "How about these six photos? Any of them look familiar?" And she's like, "Yeah, that guy right there."
3: Helga looked at the lineup and then. She would look at each picture carefully once she got to his picture, to Stanley Cornet's picture, and you see an immediate reaction in her, uh, physically an immediate reaction. When I saw the defendant's face, um, it was a very, very weird mix of emotions. One of joy because I found him, and one of complete terror because it was the first time I had seen that face. Since it was locked on my arm, biting through the muscle.
1: So, I can understand her contradictory emotions. She's angry, but oh, she's a course. little frightened. It's 24-year-old 24, it's 24 Stanley Cornett. And because these crimes were happening across a variety of jurisdictions, the police put together a task force to coordinate. That's how Laura was informed of this guy Stanley getting arrested for a nearly identical attack just a few days <laughs> after so Helga's. So and this is... This is one of those ones where everything had to come together just right for this guy to get caught.
0: But think about this ding dong, his M.O. Uh
1: I'm going to bite you. I'm going to bite you. Stanley is allegedly robbing an elderly gentleman in a rental car, but he picked the wrong dude because this guy is right across the street from his son, who is a Miami police officer. He starts yelling. The son looks out the window, grabs his side piece, runs out, and they subdue Carlton. Cornette, here's Laura.
2: He called for his son, and he came running out of the house. Well, struggle ensued, and the victim tried to hold back the robber while he was calling for his son. And the robber at that time bit him, bit him in the upper arm.
1: So that's why Helga is being shown these six photos. That's how Laura knew about the similarities in the case and was like maybe this is connected to Helga's case and that's why he's in the lineup otherwise Helga probably wouldn't have been shown his photo There's no
0: way yeah there's too many there's just too many crimes Too many crimes too many going on
1: so, this is Richard Suvaran. He's a forensic odontologist, the first one we've had of those. And he's the same guy who used this technique to put away Ted Bundy. Ooh, Remember that? that yes. He bit those co-eds, and, they were, and he didn't want to give up his teeth either. They used dental evidence against him on one of his very serious attacks.
2: From a bite mark, if it's a good one, you can actually get a dental profile of the suspect. For instance, an outline of what his teeth look like. If there's a gap or crooked teeth or whatever... So they had
1: the impression that was left in Helga's arm, and they documented it. But now they need to take a cast of Stanley's mouth, and he is not cooperating. It's
0: so interesting.
1: <laughs> so they leave the jail, and they return the next day with a court order specifying force if necessary to get him to cooperate.
2: At which time he reiterated that he didn't want to cooperate. and He wasn't going to open his mouth. And Dr. Suverand very casually brought out what's called a jaw jack for... Um, Opening the jaws of cadavers that are in full rigor mortis. You put it in a jaw and you ratchet on this thing and it'll open any, it'll break your jaw if you try and resist hard enough. When Stanley was shown the jaw jack, Stanley decided he wanted to cooperate and supply us with dental impressions. And so uh, we obtained our dental impressions from Stanley Cornet.
1: So they have that, that tool it, that they use. Right. And they're like, you're going to open, if, if, if you it'll it, break it can, your te- It'll break your teeth. They use it to open cadavers oh. whose mouths have seized yes. from rigor mortis. And they're like, Stanley. You're either going to cooperate or we're going to break your teeth getting it. (laughs) So they make the cast, and then through a series of placing the cast on soft surfaces and acetates and things like that, they're able to show where the biting surfaces of the cast were, and they're able to overlay them on the images they took from Helga's bite. So while it's not a slam dunk... There's nothing that excludes him from the crime.
0: Teeth aren't, aren't,
1: aren't. It's not, a, it's not like a fingerprint. But if I looked at that, pretty. I would have said those are the same teeth. To me, it's, it's not maybe it's not enough for court to for reasonable doubt. To me, I'm like those teeth made that impression. Yeah. It looked identical to me. Yeah. So Cornette now says he has an alibi. He says he was at work that day, but when they go to the factory, which was only a couple of miles from where he committed the crime, his coworkers are like. He regularly left without checking out. And on the day of that crime, he checked in, left for lunch, and never came back. Isn't that fabulous? Mm -hmm.
2: His supervisor remembers that day in particular and remembered he left and never came back. He was soon after let go of that job because of that. So that um, melted that alibi.
3: It's incredible that an individual would punch a time card, go to work like we all do in the morning. And uh, he he would leave during his break and go commit a violent crime against a tourist, but that's precisely what Stanley Cornett did.
0: So he's at work. Yeah, while he he's has committing a these job. crimes. Yeah, he goes out <clears throat> and robs people, and then he comes back. So I am okay. So we're gonna we're gonna pause Forensic Files for just one second. Okay, this is a whole like. This is a rabbit hole we can't go too far down, but I just wanna you have a job, you have a way of life, you're doing and you're willing to risk. Everything, yeah, for jail, for getting killed, danger. Uh, he, he,
1: we learned that he's a, a, a he's a, a, a chronic offender. I, yeah,
0: and I understand that there. You know, this is one of those things because you have, you have to remember, I'm the guy who would do things if I wasn't. I'm too scared of getting caught. Well, which the, is why I don't do things. They didn't want to get caught, but I think if you're
1: working a minimum wage factory job and you're going to pad your lifestyle by robbing tourists, there are people who are going to but do that. The, you know, but the,
0: but the setup. It, it he set up for failure he said his entire life he's yeah. got a job his co workers oh he disappears all the time and he got fired from that job he did a
1: couple of weeks after yeah, he, this so, attack even so, but, completely okay. removed from this he, he got fired from that all job right. for back, all reasons.
0: back to the story back to the story <laughs> so
1: he's trying every legal maneuver in the book to drag the case out hoping that if the victim doesn't show up to testify they won't have a case
2: if my victim doesn't want to cooperate then i have no case and that's what these criminals count on. That's why they target the tourists. And in this case, they picked the wrong tourist. And Stanley Cornette was relying on wearing Helga Luce down to the point where she just gave up. He underestimated Helga Luce. She wasn't going to wear down. She came back for every trial date, every appointment she flew back for.
1: Cornette, you picked the wrong person. Really? Helga <laughs> goes back. She makes it back for every damn Because all she has thing. to do is look him face in the face. That's him. Yep, and she made it for everyone. She said that going to trial was very difficult, but she was there.
3: Facing Stanley Cornette in court was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Through all of my testimony, the defendant had a smirk on his face. So I tried really hard not to focus on him. And to focus on the prosecutor and the jury and the judge and the people that were there to embrace justice. So the jury
1: find him guilty and he is convicted of attempted robbery and aggravated battery
0: and since he is a repeat offender he gets a life sentence. But but he okay I'm sorry I'm going I'm going to be uh, he's not the one who killed the German couple. No. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. The, th- th- I don't think they ever found out who uh, did that. Yeah, there's just no, too many of just, them. This is just Helga's yeah, attacker. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and we hear from the guy, um, the odontologist again, that don't tell your suspect you're going to use dental evidence <laughs> yes, because at- the one guy the one guy came back to do his interview and he had all his teeth oh, pulled out. Oh, good Lord. Uh. So by the end of the 1993 crime wave against tourists, so by the end of 1993, the crime wave against the tourists in South Florida is starting to lighten up. The police have upped their surveillance of the rental car lots, They've stopped putting the signifying stickers on the rental cars and those um, codes can, on the license
0: plates. You can still spot a. You I can, can spot a rental car at a. You know, it, they're not hard to spot. But they did because of all of this stuff in South Florida. There were no longer specific plates for rentals. Right. No, it made they, it. It made it harder. You weren't the sitting the, duck you were before. Yes, they made the state. But this is nationwide, not yeah. just in Florida. They have made the the st- stickers and the attachments to the companies yeah, less obvious. I,
1: really, unless you see the um, the key with the fob on it that says Avis, you're you're really not going to know stick, it's a rental. The stickers anymore. they
0: keep on the windows and stuff like that All are that's so gone. much less. I, I uh, think so it's, much it's less... gone.
1: I can I've looked for identifying stuff when we've rented cars. Mm, okay. I can't find it.
0: I I think I've seen really clear ones with just numbers and stuff. But you know, yeah, okay. it's it's dramatically changed the way rental car agencies do that kind of stuff but it was all because it was horrible yeah you another for 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 just this this, these amount of people who were killed there were hundreds and hundreds of people got away and robbed.
1: yeah helga went on to form an advocacy group called witness
2: justice she can meet them on a totally different level than a police officer can and she can advocate for them she can be their voice when sometimes they can't find their voice Maybe it'll be the Helgas of this world that make more victims come back to court and get more convictions.
1: So Helga kind of single-handedly made a huge difference in South Florida crime. My and God. if she hadn't come back and shown the power of showing up to court and putting these guys away, um, I wonder if the crime wave would have stopped as quickly as it did. She was showing that people are now willing, like, yeah. you know, tourists are like, well, we're, we're going to come back. That, that I think the issue of... You gotta come back to put these guys away. Maybe Helga wasn't the only one to do it, but by the mid-90s, the crime wave had, had dropped off significantly. Yeah, true. And-
0: I remember my sister lived in Florida at the time. Um, and she I remember this. Like they had they had their car was wrecked or something happened and they yeah. had to have a rental car. Yeah. And she expressed concern like, Great, I'm gonna have a rental car. Yeah, like, bullseye gonna, yeah. on your back. The uh the other thing is just the 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 the, the Tor- Florida is a tourist destination. Uh huh. I want to, You're
1: shooting I, the cash cow, I, <laughs> really? Right? And but he, that's, that's the. I mean, the the hotels and all of that stuff, and and, and anybody connected with tourism was like, "We've got to stop this." Stop I this. told you that time I was in Barbados, and we had a moke, and I'd left my my Ray Bans on the dashboard of it, and we came out. We were at a little restaurant out in the, in, the, in the country in, in Barbados, and we went back in, and and uh, I mentioned it to the the owner. I don't even know why I went out to the moke. And she said, your, your glasses are missing? And I said, yeah, I, I, I shouldn't have left them in the car. And she's like, Hold on. <laughs> About 10 minutes later, she said, go and look in your car again. And there they were. And she said, you're our bread and butter. If you go back to America and say Barbados isn't safe- That's, they, that's, that's great that they're doing And that. that's exactly what the tour, yeah, the, the yeah, people yeah, in yeah, South yeah, Florida yeah, are like, yeah. we got to stop this.
0: Now, see, I don't- we, 25% drop in bookings from oof, Europe, that's millions. That's a lot. That's, yeah. But see, I don't even think of it, like when we go down to Fort Lauderdale, I don't even think of the- I don't think of myself as being a tourist, which well, is kind of silly. Well, but but you know we do touristy stuff. We do the beaches and we do the you know the mic if it the, reopens. The, you know anything? Please you reopen mic. Yeah, please, re- God, he's got an obsession with that mic. I love it. And and uh, and and we you know we always go down. Well, what was the last time we were there? I want to go sit you you. I want to go sit in such and such a bar, and I want to look at. The, yeah, Okay. Yeah. I
1: want to go to and, the elbow room and have a beer.
0: And we drove down and we we parked. And oh we,
1: yeah. Oh, make McSor- you wanted to go to <laughs> It was just us and the tourists. And those, we those kids were there with the suitcases blocking the steps. We had so a ball. You walked up. You specifically yes. couldn't get in because they were standing there. There were five young people. They were like teenagers. They had their suitcases. They were waiting on the to, steps, waiting for and, something. You couldn't get into the restaurant. Like, excuse, I mean, me. excuse me.
0: <laughs> And they weren't being dicks about it. They were just oblivious. Just oblivious. But, but that's what I wanted to say. So let me, I want to I want to talk about what we did and I want to talk about something. So we went and we sat, we got to sit out front. We got to view the ocean. We got to have our, our adult beverages. And tuna tartare. I think I had, yeah, I had a <laughs> snack because, you know, I'm big on <laughs> snacks. And then that crazy guy, Arg, the, oh, the guy, the, the, the pirate, Johnny Depp imitator, the guy came by, <laughs> bum and drinks, bum and drinks, and you know, so it, so that it that, was fun. that was a that was a touristy thing because what did what did David say? Nobody who lives here goes, goes to. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so okay, so it was like I said, when we go down there, we don't really do touristy stuff. So it's really interesting that. When we do, we had such a good time. Yeah, it was it's like, fun. We got to do more of the touristy and stuff.
1: And the novelty T-shirt store mm. next door. I flexed it's- and my arms fell off. And <laughs> grandma, grandma says I'm the best, or I'm not bald. It's a, uh,
0: it's, it's a, a sex machine. It's sex, a nuclear, it's a yeah, solar powered sex yeah, machine. Exactly. So back to the people standing there in front of the steps. So in this day and age and time and whatever the words are you want to say, people are so unaware of their unaware. surroundings, and i'm not gonna pick on kevin but kevin kind of gets a little uh, blind you know he's got blinders on i'm a little oblivious he's like, okay well you know and and i'm like ooh, watch ooh, trouble who yeah. where where where
1: yeah. i'm like that was trouble over there there's a comedian who had a whole thing about that with his girlfriend he's like you just left me there he's like i told you something's going down i tapped on your arm three times <laughs> if you don't get the signal by then you're on your own
0: Maybe you left me back there. And me, I'm like, oh, let's go this way, cross the street. Yeah. Let's go over here. I don't want to. Oh, okay, so, go over there, go you there. You certainly
1: okay. needed that back in Miami in the 90s. That's for damn sure. Right.
0: Put your phone in your pocket. Yeah. Come on, let's go. Yeah, it's kind of it. bad. Thanks for. Um, anyway,
1: I, I, that was a good story. Thank you, Helga, for flying back Thank across you, the pond. Helga.
0: making the world a better place. One, one
1: one one criminal at a time. Really? That's too clunk, I'll cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening. S-O-B, warm, warm.
0: S-O-B, the Goddamn. It. She's in love with me Can't help it, the girl can't help it